Hello, and welcome to Rewired, a brand new podcast. Whether you are a baby boomer or a millennial, planning ahead or already enjoying retirement, this show is designed to inspire your imagination with helpful information to invite you to live your best life. And now, here's our host, Duchess Dale. This is Duchess, and I want to welcome you to our third episode. And if you are new to this podcast, we are sponsored by the New Mexico Aging and Long-Term Services Department. And yes, Rewired is a podcast aimed primarily for older folks and intergenerational family and friends. And we aim to nudge each of our listeners to use their imagination. And then together, we turn information into inspiration. We get to start a new month together and April is Jazz Appreciation Month. Sorry, this isn't visual or you would see my fossy jazz hands. My favorite jazz musician has to be Vince Guaraldi. And that's due in large part to growing up to his music with all of the Charlie Brown TV shows and soundtracks. This week in particular is also very sacred time, Holy Week for many. And I am so grateful that Pope Francis is doing better and he was well enough to conduct the Palm Sunday Mass and is looking forward to Easter. We have Good Friday coming up before Easter Sunday and tonight is a night unlike any other night in the Jewish tradition. April 5th is the start of Passover. And the meaning of Passover or Pesach in Hebrew is to commemorate the Israelites' exodus from ancient Egypt. So I did a little more research on this and I wanted to quote something from Rabbi Danielle Eskow. She is the CEO of Online Jewish Learning and she wrote, Passover, is essentially a festival of freedom and justice. Part of the reason why Passover is understood and appreciated by so many, regardless of the religious background, is the core of the holiday is about justice for all. It's about helping the downtrodden and the persecuted find freedom. We remember that we were once slaves in Egypt and that it's our responsibility to help others in similar situations, end quote. So Passover's meaning touches on I think, values and lessons that continue to be relevant and topical even in today's culture, regardless of one's faith. In case you didn't know, Passover is celebrated for two nights with true to, uh, two excuse me, traditional meals called seders, and seder translates to the word order from Hebrew. I love knowing the etymology of words. So Order, And that is because there is a ritual of order that is followed in every respect from the order of prayers and songs to specific foods that are eaten. And Passover just touches on the ideas that we can pass on to our children or grandchildren, no matter what our religious practice may or may not be. And if we don't have children or grandchildren, such as my case, except for for children. We can each teach and pass along our wisdom and be true to ourselves and to the culture. And I think that as I've been growing older, that is one of the true gifts of getting older is the wisdom that I've gleaned and I know you have. And if we can allow ourselves to embrace our wisdom, 
I think we're doing society, our family, friends, but mostly ourselves a great service. Here we go. All right. Well, welcome, welcome, welcome. I have two wonderful women here today that are here from the Aging and Disability Resource Center of New Mexico. And they're going to talk about some wonderful program options that are available for New Mexico residents. And so I'm going to ask Dana and Alana to introduce themselves to us and tell us about what it is that they do. Take it away. Good morning. I am Dana Padilla. I'm the Bureau Chief for the Aging and Disability Resource Center. My name is Alana Likens, and I am one of two of the Option Counselor Supervisors Ooh. for the Aging and Disability Resource Center. So I'm going to just make it easier for our listeners. So the Aging and Disability Resource Center, we might refer to later on as ADRC, just to make it simpler. But that's a, an, it's such a big department. I wanted to make sure everybody understood what, what that meant. Um, can you kind of give us an overview of what the ADRC does? Sure. So um, the ADRC empowers elderly and disabled New Mexicans and those that advocate on their behalf with options and resources that allow individuals to remain safe and independent in the community for as long as they wish. So basically, we have it's we call it a resource center because it's it's not just a call center. It's one in which uh, folks can come in. They can walk in and receive uh, counseling as well. Um, we do kind of broadly a uh, the options counseling is considered basically the phone call or the conversation if you do a walk in where um, folks can come in and discuss anything from you know, local senior centers, um, you know, home delivered meals or services in their areas, especially the rural areas. We end up, you know, getting a lot of calls from folks who need food or transportation in some of the more rural areas. And um, we can provide information and assistance. We, um, the options counseling can be anything from, you know, somebody calling in for a phone number uh, to some something in their area, whether it's a post office or a, um, you know, a grocery store or oh. a pharmacy to, um, you know, to Medicaid information, to uh, healthcare fraud um, advice and uh, counseling. And then we have um, a, pre a prescription drug assistance, which can, um, you know, often assist folks with getting medications cheaper through their, through the manufacturers uh, we really? also have a live web chat, which is available on our website. So if if you go to the uh, nmaging.state.nm.us website, um, they're able to chat with a person live uh, from between the hours of eight and five. And, um, you know, that's the same thing. They cover questions from, you know, whatever, if they're looking for a phone number or an address to, um, you know, maybe they need information on Medicare or something like that. So it's, it's a very broad um, services, <clears throat> excuse me, service coverage uh, mm -hmm. within the, within the aging and disability resource center. You're not kidding that you just were listening. I mean, when you said 
anything from you know, a local pharmacy to you know all of these other services or a grocery store or center that's pretty amazing to offer that that is a lot of resource could you and i believe you said the live chat on the website 8 to 5 and that would be mountain standard time because it's new mexico right right and may i have that website address again please sure it's www.nmaging.state.nm.us okay got it when we can add that again on the on um the end of the show. So people have that in case they were, you know, I don't know about you guys, but if you ever do podcasts, sometimes I'm listening while I'm taking my walk and then somebody will give me a phone number or website. And it's like, what? So uh, <laughs> I gave it again at the end of the show, just so that they have it, because that is a, a whole lot of options available for seniors and disabled people in the state. And I imagine that if we have any listeners that are not in New Mexico, that there's probably some sort of similar department that they could find to be able to resource for themselves or if they have aging family members across the country. Well, and I think it's it's just a place that, you know, we want folks to be comfortable calling um, for pretty much any information. You know, if there's anything we can find, um, you know, to help someone, it, it, we're certainly that's that's why we're called a resource center because we look for resources where there um may be none known um you know and and so we want to make sure that we can we can assist folks with even if it's just information um as much as possible that's truly wonderful i wish they had that for all ages <laughs> right yeah, yeah, it would be like very, but that would have been very helpful, but it's particularly helpful, again, for older adults and disabled people who need resource information. I think that's extraordinary. And um, some of those options, counselors, are those staffed or is that volunteer? So we have, um, typically we have uh, 10 options counselors who either answer live calls or handle scheduled appointments and or walk-ins. And then we have, um, I, I think last count, there were 20 to 30 volunteers outside of the office who um, help particularly with um, with events like conferences and outreach events. And uh, then with um, uh, Medicare Part D open enrollment in the fall. Wow, I'll have to have somebody come back <laughs> towards the fall to talk about certainly because the Medicare is a key option and it is volunteer recognition month. So it's nice to know that those counselors are available. And I know you said live calls and walk ins. So would that resource center and the phone number we're about to give them or the website be able to tell a resident where they could walk in? So the walk-ins are only uh, handled in Santa Fe. So at the um, we're in the um, we're across from the Tony Anaya building at twenty five fifty Cerritos Road in Santa Fe, and so that's the only place that they can do a walk-in and be seen. Okay. Um, otherwise, the the eight hundred number, uh, the one eight hundred four three two twenty eighty, is statewide. 
And of course, you know, folks can call from out of state as well. But, um, you know, it's the, the call center is located in Santa Fe, but it, it handles calls and um, information and resources all over the state of New Mexico. Oh, that's really helpful to know, because I was thinking maybe, you know, different parts of the states had different centers. So really only something around Santa Fe or people can call or go through the website and a live chat to be able to get the resource answers they need. Exactly. That's wonderful. Okay, what else should we talk about? Well, another key uh, resource that we provide at the Aging and Disability Resource Center is Medicaid counseling, um, which includes the home and community-based waiver program. Um, That program is for individuals who don't normally qualify for Medicaid um, the traditional way that people do. Um, They may still be low income, but not low enough um, that they're going to qualify normally. These are usually people who have Medicare um, because usually once you have Medicare, um, it's very difficult to get Medicaid um, even if you are low income. So this program allows you to qualify um, for a full Medicaid, um, not only um, at a higher income level, but also using your need for assistance with your activities of daily living. Those are just basically those things that we all take for granted that we do for ourselves every day, like, you know, walk, and bathe, oh. those types of things. Yeah. Those are pretty important. Um, so our world, world. right. Right, exactly. So our counselors perform uh, assessments over the phone to help register those individuals that um, could benefit from a caregiver in their home. And then so one of those counselors registers someone and then they assess and then they assign someone to contact that resident. What happens and and it's it's kind of a it's, it's kind of a lengthy process, but they get registered to the home and community-based waiver wait list, um, which we, we're the intake for. Um, it is a program that is managed by Human Services Department, the Medical Assistance Division. Um, so what happens after the registration is completed is the Medical Assistance Division, once funding is available, and that consumer's information or their registration gets to the top of that waiting list, they basically will send out a packet to that person um, so that they can apply for the program. Oh, I see. And then does somebody walk them through how to fill out the packet? I don't know about you, but sometimes those forms can be a little daunting. That is where we come in again. Um, We, we, uh, we offer assistance um, with completion of those forms. Um, sometimes we can even do it for them over the phone, depending on the individual situation. Uh, we do have individuals who may not be able to complete them because of being visually impaired or some physical ailment that doesn't allow them to maybe write or it could also be a, a cognitive impairment or maybe just a you know, just a, a need for for that support. So we do offer that assistance as well. That's uh, that's pretty comprehensive. You, you must have your work cut out for you, you and your team in that office. My goodness, that's uh, we're for- blessed with some very empathetic 
individuals for certain. And and I assume that that's also really the sort of eight to five Monday through Friday as far as contacting the, the registry. Yes, and they can also, um, you know, we also have the option to leave a voicemail. So oh. if they call and they're, you know, it's after hours, then um, they can leave us a message and we'll get back to them typically within the next 48 hours. That's really, that's good to know, because I know that when someone is in need or, you know, a little bit anxious about their needs, that's good to know that it's pretty responsive. I agree. (laughs) That's this Aging and Disability Resource Center really is a resource. uh, It's way beyond anything that I thought in terms of that. I really thought it mostly just had to do with the resource for, you know, insurance and prescriptions. And uh, is there also, I was looking at something, is it also include counseling? Is that correct? Well, we call it counseling in the sense that, you know, we provide um, information and assistance or resources. um, But, you know, it's basically, it's not the same as, say, a counseling session like with a therapist or or a social worker um okay. we all have pretty 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 um extensive social work backgrounds so we have that in us which i think helps us to provide better care and better information to folks right but um yeah it's not a you know like unfortunately if somebody called and they were just depressed i mean we would talk to them for a while and see if there's anything that we needed to do um if they you know indicated any type of suicidal ideation, we would contact their the authorities in their area and have them do a wellness check and that kind of thing. But we we are not that type of counselors. It's more um, in the sense of information and assistance. Great. That's good to know for that clarity. And could you just, uh, this may be slightly out of your realm, but what is a wellness check? That is when, um, so if someone were speaking to us and they were um, actively suicidal or maybe just, you know, telling us that they're, you know, in a chair and they haven't moved for three days because they can't get up, um, you know, haven't had anything to eat and haven't been able to get up to go to the bathroom and that kind of thing. We would contact the non-emergency number for the authorities in their area Mm-hmm. And then um, usually a police officer would go to the house and check on this person to see if they need, um, you know, medical care and that kind of thing. That's so for the more extreme situations then. I see. Okay. Sure. Mm-hmm. Wow. All righty. Um, what else? I wanted, I was, I'm looking at my notes because the brochure that you sent, it, it's so comprehensive. There's so much that the ADRC covers um, there was also something about, doo, 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 doo. could you d- talk about the the long-term or short-term options in terms of long-term care? Well, that's kind of where the um, home and community-based waiver program is. Um, going back to how we started this, this conversation, you know, our, our goal is to empower individuals um, 
to make the decisions that they want for their lives. Wow, um, it's cool. not our job to tell them how to, to, to live out their lives. Our job is to provide them with all, all this, the, the choices that they have, um, whether that be um, staying in their home with caregiving or mm-hmm. going into assisted living, if that's more suitable, or even offering them um, information on institutional care Medicaid, if that is something that they're looking at. So when we're talking long-term care options, those are all options that are available to, to New Mexicans. And at they're, they're available at various um, levels of income. So, I mean, obviously there is a cutoff for, for eligibility of these programs, but that doesn't mean just because you're not qualified for these programs, we can't offer you some kind of um, resource to, to, to refer you to. That's great to know because I'm sure that any individual facing that is that's quite a challenging emotional time, and I would you know I'm going to use the word it would be kind of scary. So it's it's wonderful to hear that as you say you may not be able to provide direct options, but you can provide resources that might lead that person to some options that fit their needs and their choices. That's right. And, you know, even though we don't offer, you know, mental health counseling, I will say that we we are often a source of comfort for people when they call us. Sometimes they are very distraught. They're very stressed out or sometimes they call us in tears. And sometimes it's just helpful to have somebody on the other line that's listening and just hears them and and can connect with them and and let them know that it's going to be okay. That's so wonderful. Um, and did you say how many, you have 10 options counselors? Is that correct? Yes. When we're fully staffed, there are 10. <clears throat> and to add to what Alana just said, I think that unfortunately, a lot of folks don't come across our number until they're at their wits end and they are very frantic and scared. And so, you know, we get them, um, hopefully, you know, we're able to help and get them, um, you know, to feeling better about their situations or about their options. Um, You know, I think a lot of times if folks would were able to start with us, then, um, you know, maybe things would go a little more smoothly so that it's not so frantic. I I totally agree with you. So this is a perfect time for us to give the number and it's 1-800-432-2080. And that's the starting point for calling in or going onto the web, which I don't know, but I don't know if I would immediately go onto the web if I were in, in if I were distraught or panic. I'm still old fashioned, even though I only use a cell phone, I'm still old fashioned to call, you know, to, to be able to like make a phone call, to be able to reach out. Um, what? I think that's actually a very good point that you make. Um, I mean, we we are seeing, I think, an increase in individuals um, contacting us through the internet for themselves um, as as the technology, I guess, that as that group of individuals ages up. But the majority of the people that contact us through the internet versus calling us are usually family members or 
other right. community stakeholders. Right. I think because those of us who are older, we're used to a phone as that point of contact. And then the internet becomes second. And you're right. Younger generations, even though they, they are coming into older generations, might lean on the website to find information. And I'm I'm just wondering if someone may not have a website, and I know that this podcast is part of how to find out this information, how would they even know? How do we get this information to the general populace of how to contact you? I mean, we gave a phone number today, but I'm just thinking, well, what if no one's listening to the podcast? How would they know to contact? <laughs> we do have some some advertisements, um, you know, we have, I, I believe, some in church bulletins. There are some, you know, there used to be some put up in grocery stores. There are oh. definitely uh, flyers and everything uh, put in the senior centers, um, you know, and pretty much like when we send out, when somebody does register for the home and community-based waiver, they receive a registration letter, which is typically accompanied by one of our brochures. So it's you know, one of those things that either okay. people throw away or they keep, you know, for further information or for future information. And they sometimes will tell their friends and that kind of thing. Um, we have care transition specialists and ombudsmen that take care of the nursing facilities and advocate for residents. And so uh, they also, you know, will carry our brochures and try to uh, give out our number in case they're not able to assist folks. So, it, we we do try to spread the word. We occasionally do um, radio. We have a lot of outreach events that we attend. And, um, you know, we try to get it out there to the general population just to have. Um, during COVID, our governor gave our number out. It went out nationally. And um, so we received, I believe it was 30,000 calls in one month, whereas normally it's maybe three to 4,000. So Whoa. that... Uh, yeah, that really was a bit overwhelming, but, you know, we tried to get folks in touch with, with whatever, you know, there's, there's generally an aging and disability resource center or some type of, of, of that same, um, in pretty much every state. So what we would do is try to, you know, determine what state that person was calling from and then get them the correct, uh, aging and disability resource center for their area. So yeah, it's, it's, it's very um, vast. <laughs> it is. It well, is. And I'm, I'm glad to hear that. And that's part of, again, for why the podcast is the person who needs your services may not be the one listening to the podcast, but a neighbor, right. relative, a caregiver would be listening and then be able to contact our, you know, our aging and resource and disability center, or try to find the national one applicable to whatever area that other person may be living in. So it's good to know about the tours, the outreach events, and definitely senior centers. And I believe they could probably call that number to find their local senior center and then go pick up all these wonderful brochures. Correct. (laughs) So as we're getting to a close here, what is it that the two of you might want to share about what do you want to offer as a great tip to the listeners for how to use this resource uh, or anything else that we have for the ADRC? What would you like to suggest to listeners today? 
I think it's just um, if you think of a question, call, you know, uh, because it, it no question is a dumb question. Um, we're willing and, and typically able to answer all questions. And if we don't know the answer, we're going to try to find it for you. Um, so, you know, that's the thing is that if, if there's there's no reason not to call, you know, there's a 100 reasons to call because you just never know what you might need. But um, there's no reason not to. So, you know, we we try to have somebody available at all times. Sometimes the phones get a little busy and we have to, um, you know, provide the option for a call back. But we will call you back. Um, so great. I think that's the thing is that that we're we're here and we're here to serve. And so we we do the job to the best of our abilities and we want to make sure that um, that the New Mexicans have the services that they need. It's, it's kind of like a one-stop shopping center. And if you don't have what's in right. stock, you're going to point them in the right direction. And that's right. Or we'll order it for you. Ooh, oh, wait, let me get that number again. <laughs> I'll start my list. <laughs> Thanks, Dana. Uh, Alana, anything that you want to share? Well, I I would say the most important thing I would like people to take away is don't wait until the last minute. The best time to call us is when you don't need us. Mm. Call us and just ask about the things that are available. Um, ask, you know, about the programs that are out there, things that you're looking at. Um, you know, think about the things that you want for your future now. Um, on our website, we actually do have kind of like a, a, a benefits counseling tool, so to speak, that you can go on and it kind of helps triggers your 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 mind to kind of say, what do I want as I progress um, through my life? That way you can kind of start thinking about things before you get to a point where it is an emergency to speak with us. I think that's brilliant information. And I think that actually that applies to all of us about anything. If we can do some of our homework ahead of time, particularly for those who are, as you said, moving into the older age bracket and may not even be retired yet, which is what we're talking about in the show, moving from re being retired to rewired. And for me, some of that rewirement is about the resources, the research, doing some of the work ahead of the need, as both of you spoke to. So I want to thank both of you for this. This is incredibly invaluable information for New Mexico residents. I want to give them the phone number and the website again. I have the phone number 1-800-432-2080. And if you would slowly repeat the website address. It is www.nmaging.state.nm.us. Perfect. Thank you both. I hope you will join us again on another show because I know that we've really scratched the surface of what's possible with the ADRC to give these amazing resources to our New Mexico residents and their families. So thank you again and look forward to talking to you soon. Thank you for having us. Thank you. And so as we wrap up our April 5th episode, I would like to quote one of my favorite authors, Mark Twain, when he wrote, continuous improvement is better than delayed perfection. 
Well, I know that that quote can apply to my learning curve on producing this podcast, as well as many of the other desires that I have not attempted in my life because of a need for perfection. Waiting for the perfect time to start. Well, now being a senior myself, I can reflect back and see that I missed out on way too many things or didn't follow my heart because my head got in the way. Those of you listening who are also on the elder path, join with me in revisiting some of those ideas or projects that we may have ignored, denied, or even at this point in our lives, flat out forgotten about. Take some time this week to contemplate a creative project that you might just want to revisit and, well, you know, rewire. Till next week, remember to reconnect, recommit, and rewire. Thanks to the Aging and Long-Term Services Department of New Mexico for sponsoring our show. Our original music was written and sung by New Mexico's own Lydia Clark. Join us for Midweek Uplift next Wednesday, streaming at noon Mountain Standard Time. I'm your announcer, Don Converse. Till then, stay plugged in. Information and inspiration, you've got a